1: Welcome into Mozzie and the Muscle. I am the Muscle, joined by my co-host with the covered shift, who's fly as an alien mothership, Mozzie.
0: Ooh, there, there we go. The ship reference, love it. Uh, yeah, shout out to uh, Tim today for allowing me to uh, get this, get this uh, recording in. Yeah. Before.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah, go Tim, man. Hell yeah. Tim's a motherfucking man. That's right. He is
0: a uh, Washington football fan as well.
1: Ah, condolences, I guess.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i felt bad with the Fitz with the fits tragedy
1: but hey maybe, maybe heineke will be the guy and uh maybe we can actually uh start with that game real quick we're going to do a quick review before we get into our uh, week three preview just a little little refresher so we don't forget anything important while we're uh going into week three so yeah we had the giants and washington game that went higher scoring than i think anyone expected
0: uh yeah a little bit it was what like 29 to 30
1: yeah it got too close to 60 over under which i think it was projected for like 43 so it really passed that up Um, really passed the over i
0: was like 20 points over oh my goodness
1: yeah i think my main takeaways were well one danny dimes is playing better right he's he's actually showing improvement I, i know he's been fantasy relevant before and uh I mean that's that's always what we you know mostly want, but he's he's getting better in the pocket. He's shown <laughs> more awareness because I've talked about at times how just aloof he is in the pocket. That <laughs> that sometimes that's helpful with you know getting a pass off, but sometimes that's why he fumbles so much. And so there are times where I saw him like step up into the pocket and make a throw. I'm like, okay, like he's he's learning more. You know, he's not he hasn't made a huge leap yet, but he's showing some improvement, and that's that's promising.
0: Right. I just. Thought of this right now, might I really want him to be on a Monday night game with the Manning brothers so they can do a close up of Eli, like staring off into the <laughs> distance at the same time, like show him staring off into the distance. Oh my gosh! We just get the Spider Man meme. <laughs> <hitting each> <laughs> oh, that's great. Anyway, but <laughs> uh, yeah, I loved that there were some designed runs for him. Yes, that uh, was great. They're still. I mean, they they had some casualties. They lost uh, one of their linemen. Uh, Shane Lameau put on IR who's one of their guards so they are now starting Billy Price at center who is very uh,
1: <laughs> yeah cause and, they uh, uh, cause they lost Nick Gates too because he they, they cut away from the broadcast and I ended up stumbling into on accident actually like a tweet that had a little clip of it and you could see yeah the, the leg bending the wrong way type of thing so that's one of those definitely yeah. year end or possible career enders which you always hate to see yeah and so the the Giants do play on Monday night, by the way, to jump back in. In Week eight, they play. Unfortunately for them, the Chiefs on Monday night. But oh no! But they do play on Monday night, so we'll get the Manning broadcast with uh, with Daniel Jones at least. There we go. Which is reassuring. I need to see it. Mm-hmm. But on the other side, the Washington defense was underwhelming. Underwhelming. A and little bit. I know Daniel Jones has always been decent against them, but they they, they were fine week one but i don't know if they're gonna be a full-on avoid slash we may see especially mobile quarterbacks kind of beat them a bit because if if you're able to escape their you know pass rush and their pressure you can definitely exploit them so we might we might see in week three i guess we jumping ahead a tiny bit josh allen get some runs going
0: yeah i think the that was definitely a weakness of theirs i mean daniel jones had almost without the long bomb touchdown that got called back where he made it 60 yards he still had 95
1: yeah on the ground he was one of the leading rushers on the week which was pretty hilarious um yeah (laughs) so next up uh we had cincinnati chicago which was a tough one for us but we uh so (laughs) yours was cincinnati unless we get fields and we did get fields at some point uh, <laughs> yeah I'm not sure whether I should give myself this because my interpretation of that was a little different it was more like if he starts
0: or yeah if they put fields in and he wins the game for them not he maintained the lead after they put him in but I did still say that so you know
1: <laughs> yeah the the defense it for now yeah the de- the defense won the game for them with the three straight picks pretty much <sighs> First time I've ever seen it. Yeah, apparently the last guy to do it was Fitzpatrick, so he did still come out and throw two consecutive touchdowns after that. Oh well, you know he's going to come
0: back this year then because he has to get his record back.
1: <laughs> he's got to reclaim right, that. He's got to get oh, four. He'll still in win. A row. Don't worry. <laughs> so yeah, the this game, I don't want to say it went as expected because obviously like Fields came in, I, I didn't you know expect to pick six, but I didn't expect excitement from this game. <laughs> no not a
0: whole lot uh Bengals made it fun though at the end came mm-hmm. back put up some points
1: yeah if I, you gotta think maybe if they don't suffer those three straight picks they win but the chicago defense definitely stepped up here and there we, we go. and we did see boyd uh lead lead the receivers in a game where the, the opposing defense was kind of uh bearing down on burrow yeah they really were bearing down yeah uh, that was an unintentional pun but it works love out love it <laughs>
0: We did get the call right that we might start. We might see Fields
1: though in between these weeks. Yeah, not it, ha- it happened. Yeah, not by benching, by injury, unfortunately for Dalton. But yeah, it, it, it was bound happen. to happen regardless sooner <laughs> or later. The, next up, we had uh, Houston at Cleveland. We saw Houston keep up. So okay, Tyrod deserves his props very much. So he kept this a game while he was in. And unfortunately, he got hurt. So we're gonna be seeing seeing Davis Mills, and uh, we won't be able to preview Thursday night because we're recording Thursday. But yeah, poor Tyrod, he always gets hurt, especially from rookie quarterbacks. Yeah, he he's he's like the franchise finder for for teams. You know, he was there with is Baker,
0: the, the football good luck Chuck. Right? Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Te- te- teams always get their guy when when Tyrod is around or before it, like a you know, Jalen Baker, Herbert. I don't know if Mills is going to be it, but te- he was also technically in Baltimore when Flacco was good, if we want to count that, too. There we go. But this game, we still saw Jarvis go down super early here, too, and he's on IR now.
0: Yeah, it's a shame. Mm-hmm. I don't know
1: if it'll be just three weeks. Yeah, I'm curious. I think it's a, it was a MCL sprain, right? Is that what it was, MCL sprain? I think so. I saw a knee sprain. That's usually what yeah, they I mean. Yeah, I think that
0: was what it was, actually. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we
1: saw yeah we saw the running backs carry this one i mean baker was super efficient he had two incompletions and one of them was a pick so technically only one incomplete pass um but yeah the running backs chubb high and even uh felton got in there and the tight ends actually as well we got we got a lot of harris and brian and hooper uh in this one so there we go the browns stepping up to help uh carry the team when the uh, the you know those two those two star receivers are out
0: which we might get Odell back this week. It's still up in the air.
1: Yeah, I've, I've seen game time decision now, which I he, I, st- I still think he doesn't play, but... He was a full practice participant Wednesday, which is weird. hmm but eh, I, I, I'll i believe it when I see it. So, right. Next up, we had the Rams at Indy. Uh, we picked the Rams. The Rams won, but I think we got a smidgen lucky on this. We got pretty lucky. I think the Colts should have
0: won, to be completely honest.
1: Yeah, the... <laughs> obviously once got hurt and Eason came in. Now, even if Eason hadn't come in, it was still gonna be a like game winning drive required or game tying drive required. So that's never right. a guarantee. But he was obviously playing hurt at some point because he somehow sprained both Both ankles. Ankles. I've never ever seen that how do
0: you sprain both of them i know
1: simultaneously that's the thing was it like the same play was it one got hurt and you kept playing then hurt the other i i get i would assume the latter and in that case props because okay whatever you want to detract from carson wentz you can never detract his toughness right like that's that's one that has been put on you know display over and over for him but yeah motherfucker tore or not tore sprained both his ankles so poor guy (laughs) But we saw Pittman, who, okay, I didn't think Pittman was going to, I had him as a mash. I was super wrong. Paris Campbell ended up out, and Pittman played, and he balled out, so. It was nice to see him connecting with Wentz, Yeah. Even but, though now Wentz is out. Mm-hmm, yeah, or probably. I, uh, we'll see how that goes. They're, they're leaving it <laughs> open for him to play, but I don't think so, and also kind of hope not, for his sake.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, for fuck's sake, you've got two sprained ankles, dude. Yeah, and then, uh. <laughs>
1: So on the other side, we saw Cooper Cup continue rolling, one sixty-three oh, yeah. and two touchdowns. Uh, Woods did still have nine targets to Cup's eleven, so it's not like it, he was definitely more involved this week. It seemed like because the, the previous week the concern were was his uh, target count. So he was my guy. Mm-hmm. But Cup was I, 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 my guy. Yeah, I, I think we'll see Woods come online. It, he's too good not to. I think. Yeah. You know, it happens. G- guys will start hot. All that jazz. The uh, other thing from this game was Henderson getting hurt too, and he's, I think, kind of doubtful this week. So, oh damn, really? Yeah, I, I think the ex- expectation is he won't play at the moment. Oof. So we might get some uh, Sonny Michelle here. Hey, yeah, it's uh, a rib rib injury for him. I don't I don't remember the exact. A extent. lot of rib injury rib cartilage inj- injury. So they're saying he has a chance to play, but. If, yeah. when you're a running back, you need your ribs man. <laughs> you can't be going around with flailing ribs. So And and a quarterback. Oh man, yeah. That's <laughs> so uh, I'm not expecting Henderson next week, but we'll we'll uh we'll get to that in the previews. But yeah, the Rams barely eat this one out. It, it was,
0: was way closer than I expected. Uh-huh. Yeah,
1: same for sure.
0: I'm not entirely sure why. Um <laughs> like it, i I have to go back and watch it really. Like and to get a good idea, but it just like I I, <laughs> I don't really understand like how are the Colts moving the ball?
1: Yeah, I mean I, Carson Wentz was was doing well and then got hurt, so <laughs> that was that was the main issue really for them. They also yeah. um they also got the uh, like fumble touchdown too. Ah uh, yeah, the that's right. That was like the main that was a main help for them because that's what put yep. them ahead. So. And then Cooper Cup. Yep, Cooper Cup did a thing. Did did his thing. (laughs) (laughs) I'll get you. But uh, next up, we've got the uh, Buffalo-Miami game. And we ended up switching to Buffalo once Fuller was out. But then Tua got hurt in the middle of it, and the game just kind of fell apart. I don't know if there's really a whole lot to gather from this.
0: Not really. I mean, the Bills looked better than they did week one. And the Dolphins lost Tua
1: for a little bit because of ribs. Yeah, dude, so, that, that O-line is so bad. I did like I like Tua, but I don't know if I fully accounted for how we to be shot on that line, but yeah, they're they're really costing that team a lot right now. Yeah, it's almost like they should have kept Tunsil. <laughs> Getting picks is cool until the picks got hurt.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess that's what they I mean maybe that's the pick they got Tua with. I don't remember.
1: But... Um, uh, no, not, no, not that, that one. They they earn that one. <laughs> yeah, they earned that one. Yeah, and because they, they they had they had like a number four pick from the Texans at some point, I think I can't remember something like that.
0: What was what? Was like they pick. got a first rounder, but and it was,
1: I don't. Yeah, it's been a while. Remember who that was? Anyway, was that was they had that, a bunch uh, of first rounders the past? Few was years. was that one Waddle or who was who? Well, the Texans had like a top ten pick that went to the Dolphins, uh-huh. right? So, they got the twenty twenty one first round pick. So, was that the? Uh, I thought that was the Waddle pick, right?
0: That's Waddle.
1: Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, you know, that's pretty fair. That's a good pick. Waddle's good. So, anyway, back to this game. Um, Yeah, the one of the big things was uh, the running game actually getting online and the stream of Singletary actually working. He did pull off a long run, but Miami's run D is really bad. I think that might be one of the big takeaways, because if the Buffalo running game gets on yeah. track against you, like, you know, it's like that you might be a redneck. It's like that you might be a bad run defense.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you are. You are a bad run defense. <laughs> oh gosh, man.
1: Pretty rough. Oh, uh, so. sad. Wait, I wait, I thought the wait no, I think the Trey Lance pick was the Houston one that Miami traded to San Fran. And that became That sounds right. They traded it. Yeah. There were there were a lot of switch arounds anyway. But yeah, the the this game was ended up being garbage. Once Tua got hurt. It wasn't going great for them, but then Tua got hurt and went to shit. So Then it got worse. Yeah, but our other uh, AFC East matchup we had, the Jets uh, hosting New England. And this one, about how we expected. Pretty much exactly how we expected.
0: Um, Jets defense actually played better than I thought they would. Uh, I thought Mac Jones was like a stream play. Uh, but the Jets defense played really damn well. Like like legitimately very well. I don't know if it's just Sala which sounds really vague, but <laughs> they're clearly doing something right. Um, they're excellent. I mean, you throw four really bad picks, and not like punts picks, <laughs> like midfield to your half of the field picks. You throw four, and you lose twenty five. You only lose by like they they put up twenty five points with that. That <laughs> it. I don't know. Maybe I'm picking the straws, but the like. I don't know. Just watching the game, the Jets were really stifling on defense, which was a very pleasant surprise. Obviously, Bill really loves his rookie quarterbacks, uh, <laughs> and going against them because he's now I think twenty-two and six against rookies.
1: Something absurd, yeah. He runs his typical cover zero against the rookies, and yeah,
0: makes it really tough. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess just like in depth, really quickly, because that was one of the games I really did get to watch the most. Uh, that cover zero, basically they've got a bunch of good linebackers that can either rush the passer or drop back into coverage. And they have, there are three or four guys that they're rushing, but it's cover zero. So they're always going to bring one more guy than the, uh, protection is basically. So out of those four linebackers, you know, that it, you know, two of them are probably coming at you, but which two is it? Mm-hmm. And I think Wilson was struggling with that a little bit. But I'm also not really going to hold it much against him. There are some, like, I was honestly disgusted. There were fucking Jets fans, like, booing, and I was really pissed off. I'm like, what the fuck did you expect going into this game? Yeah. Like, this is not even, like, this is a rebuilding team with a rookie quarterback going against Bill Belichick and his defense. And they're de- Like, the Jets defense played amazing. Don't you dare boo. Go, f- no, That's not a real fan right there. That's a piece of shit. Don't you dare, Boo. <laughs>
1: they should have lost
0: by They should have lost how by more. How dare you? I guarantee Bill went home pissed off because of how the offense played. And he probably should have because their offense di- really didn't play very well. If Damian Harris didn't have that angry ha- run, yeah. The craziest run I've seen in a while, which might have just been poor Jets tackling, then I don't, d- do the Patriots even find the end zone in that game? Is it all field goals? I couldn't even tell you because of how Bad the Patriots yeah, offense they was got, against the
1: Jets. Let's see, they got a couple touchdowns. Can't remember if they got two or three touchdowns, but Yeah, they got they got two touchdowns as a field goals. One was White, right? Yeah, James White and Damon Harris each got a touchdown, yeah. Boom. They had one, <laughs> two, three, four field goals.
0: I'm just like there's a lot to be happy about as a Jets fan in a loss, and there were a lot of things I was happy <laughs> about in that game. And you know what? Wilson really early on gets to see about as bad as it can get. And I'm cool with that.
1: Yeah, you you got you know, sometimes you just gotta... You gotta see the bottom sometimes. And, uh...
0: Like, there's not many defensive schemes he'll go against that are going to be tougher than Bill's.
1: Mm-hmm. Even if the players... They have better players. So, yeah, this is a yeah. uh, tough tough game for him, but happens yeah. with Bill. So That's next- my Jets rant. <laughs> <laughs> next up, we've got... We had San Fran at Philly. We both had San Fran. They won, but this was a pretty gross game. I... I didn't expect a ton to happen. The Niners, of course, ran the ball a ton. Um, Groppler got a lot of attempts for Emily, which was weird. Elijah Mitchell was the main guy. A lot of guys are hurt. We'll co- we'll cover that in the preview. But right. again, primarily Debo. We, I was hoping Kittle would get on line, but he didn't yet. But again, they didn't really need him to. Philly didn't put up a whole lot of a fight. And we saw Quez, we saw a nice long bomb to Quez right and then they just couldn't convert in the uh, at the end zone they that tri- was the
0: longest touchdown or longest play i haven't seen be a touchdown yeah that was absurd
1: <laughs> they that was such like, a nice throw too That was a great deep ball but uh hurts hurts still got you there on the ground with 82 and a tutty on the ground so but yeah, yeah he
0: still got he still was fantasy relevant which is awesome even that's though the thing, offense yeah. really was meh uh
1: uh-huh. with rushing quarterbacks that's what's gonna make fields relevant is if you can run as a quarterback, you're fancy. Like fucking Tim Tebow was fancy relevant. All right, so
0: yeah, and don't bail on Devonte Smith. He still had seven targets. He just couldn't convert any of them into catches.
1: Yeah, he he was still the main target getter. So I yeah, so I, I expect better days for him. But this was this was a gross run heavy defensive laden game. Yeah. But next up we had Vegas at Pittsburgh, and man, the Raiders have been a pleasant surprise to me. I did not think they start two and zero. Not against the
0: Ravens and Steelers. Yeah. I mean no, that's a pretty tough impressive. Out. Yeah, that was <laughs> that's
1: a tough out to start the year. Going to another is really good. Now I gotta hope that they keep it up and don't fizzle out, but Derek Carr is by far pacing the league in passing yards, which is very interesting considering the Raiders. But by like two hundred yards. Yeah. Like they ran Peyton Barber thirteen times for thirty-two yards and still won. Which is hilarious. <laughs> but I'm yeah. oh, sorry, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> fucking Peyton Barber man. But yeah, the <laughs> the Steelers man, that O-line is just really costing them, man.
0: It is really bad. Um one of the notes I had for this game was uh like beforehand was if the Raiders get pressure on Ben like they did Lamar, the Raiders won't only win, it'll be convincing, which I like that. That part was right. Mm-hmm. Should have just picked the Raiders. <laughs> um but one of the things I mentioned was about how the Steelers' O-line is just dog shit and so they're scheming around it and they're doing a lot of quick passes with blocking to kind of make up for it like blocking from their wide receivers Mm -hmm. and the problem with this is that your offense is really one-dimensional because it can only really work as long as you're doing that and that makes it pretty predictable so you either have to get really creative which is tough because your overall scope of plays you can run is way lower uh, or you're just t- defenses are going to figure you out, mm-hmm. and I thought it would take a little bit <laughs> for defenses to figure it out, but I think honestly it might have already been figured out, and that means they're in trouble and have to really scheme up some stuff for next week,
1: yeah. Because they get the Bengals and Packers next two weeks, which might alleviate it a bit. Um, I mean, I We'll talk about the preview. I think the Bengals are a little bit close, but we know those they're not you know elite defensive units or anything. Like the Raiders' right. defense is definitely better than both at this point. Which I oh, for sure. Which again, I did not expect <laughs> to say that before the season started, but they've looked pretty solid. and They get a lot of pressure. So, yeah, the, the main thing with the Steelers is they did get Najee Harris more involved in the passing game. That's where he got pretty much all his points actually. So, and then we saw Friar run ahead of uh, Ebron too.
0: Yeah, and I think he might have overtaken it. Like I don't know.
1: Yeah, he he outsnapped Ebron and definitely got more targets. I think it was like I'm pretty 4-2 sure on that he had a drop too. Gotcha, but yeah, so <laughs> uh, Ebron of yeah. course, yeah Ebron, yeah Ebron always has drop, <laughs> but yeah Pat Pat, Pat Fryer move. They pretty much were almost dead even week one, and then week two Fryer kind of overpassed him a bit. So especially if Deontay's out this coming week, we might get a little more Fryer even. So. Ooh. But next up, we had uh, New Orleans at Carolina. Now, I didn't expect this quite exact game script, but we did pick the Panthers with the uh, New Orleans center out and all those coaches out. And so Carolina's defense, I think, is the story of all this. Uh, They have gotten the Jets and then the the Saints without a lot of people. So, you know, somewhat grain of salt. But I don't think anyone expected this against the Saints this week. So the the blitzes that they've been running in Carolina are pretty cool, and they've got a lot. Like their linebackers are fast enough to make it work. Basically, they can show a certain type of blitz and pull guys back, and then and then they can still cover easily. Like the way they're going to cover tight ends is going to be very interesting. It's going to take like a probably top end tight end to beat them. Like I don't think streaming a random tight end against them is usually going to work because basically they can show a blitz. And then pull the linebackers back into coverage and still cover fine because they're quick enough to. And then they really they really got to the Saints that week with this because they were missing their center. And so they you know, the guy who's usually calling out what to fucking do, like when there's random blitzes, isn't there, so they're probably off off track there as well. But yeah, their defense, they've got a lot of talent now. And they were opportunistic last year and they've continued that streak. And I think, you know, Jameis And a missing center and missing coaches are a good team to continue that streak against. And then tonight they're going to get Davis Mills and the Texans. Week four against the Cowboys is going to actually be a really fun test, I think. So, Yeah, I can't wait for that. Yeah, their defense is really fast. That was one of the big
0: takeaways from even just week one, watching Uh them play the Jets. I was like, oh, my God they're fast as shit and they're everywhere like jeremy chin yeah and um what's his face brian burns mm-hmm. oh burns yeah, just been awesome fast and flying all over the field
1: so yeah they, they can do a lot of interesting stuff with how they want to do blitzes and then the saints man we've gotten a lot of different shows from the saints i i feel
0: like i have like earned the right to honk the horn or whatever toot my horn on this one because I said week one like Joe Barry is fucking garbage and the Packers defense is not going to be good then they made Jameis look like a superstar and then week two I said they're not going to look as good this week because they're not playing Joe Barry (laughs) they're (laughs) like a regular defense like a regular NFL defense that Joe Barry is not will be able to do better and not make their fucking cheapest dollar Wide receiver on DraftKings options look like superstars, (laughs) which is what happened. There were like, I mean, Jameis was hyper efficient week one. He was like 18 of 20 something with four touchdowns, Mm -hmm. if that. He only had like 18 complete passes and he was, he had like 300 yards and four, or whatever, 180 yards. He had a Russell Wilson stat line, um, which is, if. It's either because Jameis got that much better from LASIK or the Packers defense really stinks. I think it was both.
1: <laughs> Somewhere in between.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm going to toot my horn on that one because th- then they came around and I picked Carolina, like just head on, especially yeah. with all the injuries.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the Saints are kind of taking on the Jameis Winston way of being just super unpredictable <laughs> and having no clue what's going to happen.
0: The thing is, I think. They'll be very inconsistent but relatively predictable.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll know when they're gonna fuck up a bunch. Right. We're like oh, this is gonna be a bad game, and then it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But speaking of bad games, Jacksonville, uh hosted Denver in our in our next one up. Real tough day for Trevor Lawrence. Uh I mean, I think that was sort of expected against the Broncos defense. Yeah, not not an ideal time for a rookie quarterback. The only bright spot for Jacksonville this year has really been Marvin Jones, I guess, like fantasy-wise. He's been Trevor's guy, and he's been making it work. And Denver, we, we saw Denver continue the aggression, and I've liked it. I didn't know if uh, Sherman was going to be competent enough to make it work. I didn't know how you know Teddy was going to perform if they wanted to be aggressive and like actually pass, but they've been passing more than they've been running. Um, they've obviously run some with Gordon and Williams, and Javante looked pretty solid this week. I'm, I'm just waiting for him to overtake Gordon. Yeah, he was averaging almost five
0: yards a carry. Mm-hmm. He had the exact same amount of carries as Melvin Gordon, but yeah. Gordon had a bunch of passing, and they had the same, basically, fantasy output. So I'm I'm waiting for
1: Javante to take off. Mm-hmm. The cannonball. That's Got, right. Gotta let him out the cannon. And then uh, we saw Sutton come back online this week with 12 whole targets, so that was good.
0: That actually did surprise me a lot. I was not on board with that. The whole idea just sort of, that he wouldn't mesh super well with Teddy, but they, their offense changed. Like They looked a lot different. They were throwing downfield. Mm-hmm. Teddy has the most 20-yard uh, passes this year, 20-plus-yard passes.
1: Teddy. Who would have thought? <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought? What universe is this? I am lost. We're in a simulation. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, next up, we've got the uh, 4 p.m. games with Minnesota and Arizona. This one went, I think, about how you could have predicted, like, game script-wise. Obviously, you know, Rondell Moore breaking off a long one wasn't necessarily, you know, a prediction, per se, but he did well. I think we were expecting him to do at least decently. And then uh, we didn't have Justin Jefferson come back online quite yet. Um, He he did get 10 targets. He got a touchdown, but he didn't have, like, that huge game. So I guess sort of online, but K.J. Osborne had that long bomb to uh, take up a lot of the passing yardage early on.
0: He did, yeah. And then he looked. Good. He looked good. He's yeah. a guy.
1: Yeah, he's he. They actually have a third receiver now, which is sort of scary, I guess. If that if that team can actually like win some games, which is their issue apparently. We saw Dalvin Cook go in and out, which is again typical for Dalvin Cook. But I don't know how many teams we saw how we've seen play for field goals this year and lose because of it. Yep, that's like the moral of the story is like if you can get a touchdown, get a touchdown. Don't play get for a the field touchdown. Goal. Yeah touchdowns Ugh. are a sure thing if you can get them obviously like but like you you can kick and you know maybe get the kick but you can leave time and someone can come get another kick or you can miss the kick if you're the vikings so
0: yeah especially if you're the vikings mm-hmm. like man the heartbreaking field goal miss to lose it uh classic just, cl- yep classic vikings i like that they can complain and i am totally fine with them complaining about their kicker missing a 37 yarder it's fair but i i you go for the touchdown. They were playing for a field goal and they lost because they didn't. I mean, they were clearly not being stopped. They had 30 something points. They could,
1: they probably could have scored if they tried. <laughs> Poor Vikings, man. Poor Vikings. Then, uh, next up, or, uh, actually before we move on, we did have, um, Max Williams have a good game, but I do want to say don't, don't make anything of that. No, but okay. now next up, (laughs) um, probably just Atlanta at Tampa, Atlanta showed up for, you know, a chunk of the game. I was I was happy. They had it like twenty three, twenty five or something at one point or twenty five, twenty eight at the end of the third. And then, you know, it piled on with the pick sixes. So, yeah, that was a bummer. It was close. It was close for a lot of the game. They were making it a game. And honestly, that was all I asked for. I just wanted Atlanta to look like they cared. And that was my only request. So. And they did.
0: They My look- first note was, would not be shocked whatsoever if the Falcons looked significantly better this week. Yeah.
1: Now, did <laughs> I expect them to feature Cordero Patterson? Admittedly no. not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Pitson really did lead in receiving, which, you know, that's how it should be. I, I think we're, 5 for 73 is a solid tight end game in general. I think we're kind of nearing on the Pitts week when everyone just nuts all, all about it. Oh, Yeah. Let's but, go, Pits. Yeah, Tampa, Tampa's going to keep rolling a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're like a good team. Yeah, I, I don't think there's much to say about them. They're good. Yeah. Uh, A.B.? Oh, yeah, did A.B. He, is on the list He did not do right anything, now. right? No, yeah, he didn't do anything, and then, yeah, now he's on the COVID list. So, it was everyone but A.B. getting involved. We got Evans 2, Gronk 2, Goton got 1, but, the yeah, A.B. was just left in the in the shadows. Had to be sad about it. <laughs> poor Poor A.B. Or A.B. So next up we had <laughs> Dallas at the Chargers in a game that did not live up to the hype at all. At all. A lot of turnovers, penalties, and shit that fucked it up. A lot of
0: bad penalties. Mm-hmm. that Chargers had a touchdown that got called back on an illegal shift that looked like horse shit, mm-hmm. quite frankly. And I was expecting a lot more just points. Yeah. <laughs> just more scoring
1: uh-huh so is mike williams a thing
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, i'm so nervous if i had mike williams and i don't like this might be a sell high moment for him i don't know i just look i like mike williams a lot but the guy plays like every play might be his last and he just goes ham and goes up and puts his body in danger and, and he misses time Mm -hmm. um usually a lot of it he's missed a good amount of time since coming into the league and they have a lot of weapons there in la like we know keenan allen is keenan allen and is dangerous uh we like josh palmer the rookie they've got guy Guyton, guyton and eckler
1: yeah like Uh, (laughs) i love mac williams like when he's playing he's so fun and we hate to predict you know missing time but some play styles lend themselves to it more he's like why you like while he's Good and hopefully, maybe, like ideally, he stays healthy. He's been oh, getting a ton. Absolutely, of, yeah, I, he's getting a ton of targets. So I expect it to continue as long as he's on the field. Right. And then we got, we saw Eckler get back on track with receptions. Like we were pretty much saying, it was a matchup based thing. And I think the story for Dallas was Tony Pollard. <laughs> he looks good
0: and. They're using both of them very effectively.
1: Yeah, uh, running backs against the Chargers is going to be a thing, right? I think that's yep. going to be a thing. Yeah, because like yep. Gibson was solid enough. We saw both. His he was solid.
0: He would have had a, a score, and if he didn't fumble, true.
1: Yeah, yeah, he was pretty solid. And so I've I've been a Zeke proponent. I would say probably, and <laughs> listen, I know he's not as, he's not as explosive as Pollard anymore. I don't know if he ever was. I don't know many players that are as explosive as Pollard. And <laughs> Z- Zeke's getting dumped on just because he's not Pollard at the moment. <laughs> like, right? Pollard's been super efficient and he's fun. They're using really well. They're giving him a lot of like outside runs, screens, sweeps, and uh-huh. and Zeke's their, I don't want to say actual running back, but sort of like he's there between the tackles guy. He's Zeke's. If Pollard could run like zeke you know up the middle had the same vision he'd be like an all-star but right zeke is one of the best runners of the football in terms of you know all the things that you need to know as a running back that make like that a lot of these you know star athletes don't always have that causes them to fail in the nfl like you know the vision the timing like all the techniques. like zeke has all that and so they're gonna keep using both of them and zeke's still gonna be very fantasy viable i guess it's not like end of zeke zeke is dead or anything
0: no, definitely not. They're using them both. Mm-hmm. And they're honestly kind of lengthening his longevity and uh-huh. his career by not having him do all of those other plays because that Pollard is basically doing the uh, I don't know, like the Giovanni Bernard stuff. Sorta. Of,
1: yeah, it's hard to put it. But like, not
0: quite like yeah. the Tavon Austin and Giovanni Bernard put together <laughs> into a, a running back. Stuff. Which sounds
1: cool, I guess. Yeah,
0: it is pretty cool. He's uh, dead. He catches the ball. He does all the runarounds, um, and the wheels and the sweeps. And then Zeke is the guy who chugs and churns up the middle. And but he gets yardage and he gets touchdowns. Yeah, and he's still good.
1: Uh, yeah, it's a bummer for his ceiling and like PPR, you know, outlook because he's you know the, the, the receptions and stuff aren't going to be there, and the big play potential isn't going to be as likely with Pollard taking him. But alas, it happens. Zeke is still only twenty six. And there, there's been like a lot of stuff I've seen about you know what matters more—the age of the workload—because like we see a lot of like we've seen a lot of stuff that says college workload doesn't matter, but you know why does it all of a sudden matter in the NFL? Like it, a lot of stuff is pointed to age being more of the issue than workload, and a lot of these guys will play to an age because they're good, and then they like well, eventually they get old and you know aren't as fast, can't recover, and then they fall off a cliff. But it's it's a lot of things that pointed to it not necessarily always being like you know. Or primarily not being carry related, as a lot of it's like an age thing. But it, usually, mm-hmm. age and carries are often correlated. So Right. <laughs> but Next up, we had Titans at Seahawks, which we both picked the Seahawks. Titans came out no We both should have
0: been right. The Seahawks. I'm sorry. Yeah, the Seahawks, the Seahawks just gave away. Yep. They should have won.
1: <laughs> they, yep.
0: You fucked up.
1: Yeah. They, yeah they I mean, good up. for then,
0: Tennessee. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then over time, like that. Like over time, like I, I thought that was gonna be like safety at like when Wilson got sacked, but yeah. Oh yeah.
0: I mean, I guess I'll just take this moment to say the officiating this year has already been some of the worst. Oh, the Julio
1: touchdown, yeah.
0: Jesus, effing Christ.
1: Yeah, the 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 refs have been garbage this year, especially this past (sighs) week too. I swear to God, my tinfoil hat theory
0: right now is that they all banded together when they found out the NFL was going to use this Hawkeye system so they could replay things. And they said, you know what? Whatever the call on the field is, we're just going to stick with it because fuck them trying to, you know, outsource our job to a robot. And we've literally watched replays that are directly, like, directly contrasting the call they just made, and mm-hmm. they still go with their call. And I'm like, what the there is absolutely no way that this is normal. Like, this yeah, is fucked they, up.
1: They should not have been able to overturn that Julio touchdown. That was dumb. But
0: I mean, cr- ugh. it's been, I, yeah, I had to rant at it at least <laughs>
1: once. Oh, yeah, it's everyone's been so just a sketch.
0: And it, but at least it's ubiquitous. Everyone is getting <laughs> fucked.
1: Yeah, everyone's getting hosed by bad rapping. But yeah, this was the <laughs> Derrick Henry game. Yo. So. Chugga,
0: yep. chugga, chugga, chugga.
1: Yeah, the muscle train came online, carried the team. That's that sixty yard touchdown run. That when that happened, you're like, man, I Oh didn't. no. They're like, this Tennessee's gonna find a way to win this, aren't they? They're gonna make they to get this to OT. Yeah. Henry, I mean Lockett again, man, he kept rolling too. Those two saved my butt in DFS this week.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was high on Lockett a lot because of uh Tennessee against those the literally those types of receivers yeah. and slot guys. Oh my
1: god. Yeah, they're so the Tennessee's run defense has been Okay, actually, but their pass mm-hmm. D is so bad. They're they're definitely gonna end up being a pass funnel. Yeah, they,
0: I am very interested to see how they do against immobile quarterbacks because I think that they
1: get good pass rush or at <laughs> yeah, least decent. This is gonna be uh, <laughs> <this> ease in <laughs> this league. Oh man, I know. Oof, yeah. But this this was a good game though. I'm, I'm glad Tennessee got their shit together because it it was twenty four to nine at one point and we we're like, oh god. Like at halftime, is like, is this gonna just be? Tennessee shitting the bet again. Like are they gonna be bad this year? And then yeah. they figured it out, thankfully. So Derrick Henry.
0: It was definitely an inspiring win for the muscle train. Oh yeah.
1: Choo choo man. <laughs> choo choo. Next up we had uh Kansas City at Baltimore. We must have Kansas City, but man, this was a hell of a game. Holy shit, dude. Man, it was so much better than
0: I thought. Yeah. I kind of went into this like, man, Baltimore's team is so beat up and Kansas City always owns them. I'm not that excited. Holy shit.
1: Kansas City's run defense, like, again, like we talked about with the Chargers, like, (laughs) yeah. Kansas City's run defense is going to be a target. Yep. Yeah. The Ravens went for 6.1 yards a carry on 41 carries (laughs) as a team. (laughs) I know, man. Like, Lamar was Houdini. Um, he, he, had, he had that looking. bad pick. That bad pick six to start. Like, I, th- I thought it was gonna be done after that because like you can't you can't spot the Chiefs a touchdown like that. It just doesn't work. Right. But they somehow brought it back, and then the second pick where like Sammy slipped pretty much. I blame that one on Sammy. If you slip and a pick happens because the ball goes right over you, that's your fault. So right.
0: <laughs> There's obviously someone behind you to make sure that you don't break away with it. Mm-hmm. One of the safeties. So if you fall. It it's
1: very likely it gets picked in those situations. Yeah, and then Hollywood could have had another touchdown if if Lamar hits him on a deep ball too. So that could have been a really big week for Hollywood, who hasn't been pressing this week, so we'll see on him. But the the their the Baltimore's offensive game plan to shut down to, uh, to like pretty much shut down Tyreek and get it to everybody else, I guess worked. Yeah. That's the problem with
0: the Chiefs this year, man. Yeah it's like, their biggest pro like they have Hill, they have Kelsey. But they don't have much after that. Like, Byron Pringle was the standout last week. Yeah. (laughs) He didn't step up. Oh, my God. And then fucking Clyde had to fumble there, which kind of iced the game. That
1: was, yeah. Like, Chiefs probably, like, could have, should have won this game. But... They can win every game. Yeah, And they definitely
0: were in it. Uh Uh-huh. But But if you do have someone, yeah, that can shut down either Hill or Kelsey, and I'm going to assume most take Hill because... You can kind of let Kelsey eat the inside, mm-hmm. and you know cover all the outside.
1: But yeah, this this was a Lamar takeover type of game that I highly enjoyed. Obviously, like that—that oh, yeah. that was I, crazy. I, like I've kept saying, that hit, that like run where he like delivered the hit instead of going out of bounds. I'm like, oh, this is it. He's ready to rumble. Because you'll see, <laughs> you'll see running quarterbacks like. Like Jalen, expect Jalen's my primary one. So. You'll, does you'll, it, yeah. you'll see him take a hit, and then like he smells blood, and then he's ready to rumble. Like sometimes you just need that adrenaline of a hit to get in the zone. Hey, it's true.
0: Mm-hmm. You just need to get your uh, head smacked.
1: Yeah. Spe- speaking of smelling blood, we had the Lions at the Packers. <laughs> <laughs> <And> <laughs> that D-caps. seems fair. Yeah. Uh, for our Monday night game, we had that one, which was close for a half, and then Goff goffed
0: and then it rained. I swear to God, it's because it rained. Goff's a witch. Yep. <laughs> it rained and Goff oh, fumbled. And then they were down by another score. Yeah. And then, this, yep. this,
1: this, this, uh, Mo- Mozzie had a chance at a, at a win this week with Goff as his quarterback and then it went to shit with the fumble. I mean, I didn't lose because of that. Oh, I mean, no, yeah, but you had a chance to win with him. And it, then he fumbled it away, literally. So. Yeah,
0: I lost by one. And he did have a fumble and a pick. If he didn't have those, I would have won. But he got—he still got me 20-something points. Yeah. He still got me 20 points. And it's a
1: solid outing from Goff.
0: Definitely. As a waiver wire, like, flyer, like, I, I'm going to put my balls in this guy's basket. And, hey, it almost worked.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, I feel like this is not how I expected this game to go. Like, we expected some closeness and then Green Bay to ultimately win. But it's just a matter of okay, like what, what tips it for them to win? I guess. Right. So. That uh,
0: was Aaron Jones.
1: Yep. Yeah. He had himself a day. The three receiving <laughs> touchdowns was hilarious. Oh, and then a fourth one on the
0: ground. Mm-hmm. I but, mean, holy crap.
1: Yeah, I I do think our so Adams didn't pop off like I was hoping. You I mean he was still fine? But Hawkins had had a good game, and the streams of Goff and Cephas were solid. Though, like C- Cephas looks calls. good, dude. He almost had like the, the play of the year so far. That one-handed almost touchdown yeah. was it, insane. If the defender doesn't knock that out, that's a touchdown catch, and we're all losing our shit over it. So, I mean, he jumped forty inches in the air, man. <laughs> His hops are absurd, <laughs> dude. He's Holy he's God, got, he's gonna know. be their number one receiver. I I mean, I think he kind of already is because I think I think Tyrell just got put on IR. So yeah, I think so too. But yeah, so some exciting pieces there for once they get a defense and um you know find the franchise quarterback so there we go that wraps up our week two preview and we um will be right back with our week three preview